pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready. here. I, uh, San Francisco is a really important city for me. I, I went to college here. I lost my virginity here. Yeah, that's right. Not a virgin. Uh, I, I lost my virginity here. I smoked pot for the first time here. I, uh, I lied about reading a book that I didn't for the first time here. Um, and then I realized tonight as I was walking into the punchline uh, that I went on my very first date here to this, to this place. I, I went on a date with this guy whose name was Hrash. Um I don't remember his name. I remember that he was very nervous, uh, and we he asked me if he could take me on a formal date, and I don't know if you guys... Uh, it's we- I mean, it's weird, and um, let's see, I w- this was 2002, and I was, uh, I was 17, and in 2002, like, going on a date is such an antiquated thing, like, dates are just sitting and watching a movie and being afraid if someone's going to touch you, uh, but, but this, was, th- this was like a formal date where we went to dinner, and we came here, and the comic was Dane Cook, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, and he was a huge fan. Um, and it was, it was before, it was before Dane Cook. I mean, no need to boo Dane Cook. Also boo violence. Um, there's a, there's a, um, there's a, like, this was before Dane Cook had blown up and he was a huge fan of his and had like, was like, hey, like, I'm really into comedy. And, uh, he was, he was a film major. I think his name was Josh because I remember that I dated several guys by the same name and I think that name was Josh. Um, he looked like, I remember thinking that he looked like, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino and Conan O'Brien. <laughs> so, uh, a real babe. Um, he was very, like, lanky and angular. And he, uh, he took me here and we had this really awkward night where he, like, D- Dane Cook and whoever else was playing w- did, weren't, weren't having a great night. And he felt a lot of pressure to laugh really loud at everything. And then I felt pressure to laugh at the same things that he was laughing at. And then, uh, we went back to his, uh, his dorm room and he, <laughs> I, I wanted to go home. This is, this is pre losing my virginity. I had never, uh, I had never lost my virginity before. Uh, I had never had sex and never done anything and never, uh, I don't think had ever really kissed anybody. Or no, I had. No, no. Hardcore guys. I had, I had kissed somebody, but, um, had not um, had anything inside me that wasn't mine. Um, and by mine, I mean my hairbrush. I, I was, uh, we went back to his dorm room and I was like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go home. And he was like, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, you could go home. I just, I, r- I really want to show you something. Um, I mean, your name's Aaron McGathy, so like, I think I think you'd be I think you'd be really into this. Like, l- l- let me just show you this. And he opens up his closet and he takes out a uh, a kilt, like a traditional Scottish kilt. And I was like, oh, cool, cool Scottish kilt. Uh, <laughs> my family's Irish. I mean, I mean, also like, if I was <laughs> if I was Scottish, I wouldn't be like, oh yeah. We have a Scottish friend who's uh, who, who we're hanging out with. I don't think that she would be very impressed by a kilt. But I I was like, oh, that's great, that's great. He's like, well, let me. I mean. Y- let me try it on. I mean, I, I feel so bad for him because I'm sure he was like, God damn it, Josh or whatever my name is. Uh, how do I, how do I uh, make out with this girl? I'll, I'll show her the kilt. No, no, no. I'll put it on. I'll put it on. So as he's putting on the kilt, I turn my back to him. He, he f- farts the saddest fart. <laughs> Just a, <laughs> as he's putting on the kilt and the, there was no, I mean, we hardly knew each other so I couldn't uh, joke about it and he just, we both knew it happened. He put on the kilt. He's like, here's a kilt. And I was like, okay, great. He's like, all right, well, I'll see you around. I was like, okay, cool. And, uh, and that was my first, uh, that was my first date in San Francisco. Um, wherever that guy is right now. I'm sure he's very happy. Um, 
So uh, my show is about relationships and uh, and and stuff. Um, I've I've been on a uh, on a tour with my boyfriend and uh, and nine other nine other men for the last uh, fifty years. Uh, or 20 days or something. Um, it's been it's been really wonderful, really eye-opening. Um, are you guys following the tour and listening to the... Yeah. It really, like... I, I feel very sad because this is the last show on the tour and it's been, like, this wonderful uh, summer camp and it's been a, been a lot of fun. Um, the I think the only the only really negative thing that has happened was that a couple nights ago I got up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom and I didn't have my shoes on and I stepped on someone's pee um, in the bathroom because I didn't have shoes on. Um, also, I think I've gained forty pounds. Uh, you can't eat chicken wings nonstop and uh, not gain a lot of weight. Also, I had a very public uh, fight with my boyfriend, my very beloved boyfriend, uh, on the road. That was that was very eye opening. Um, I also realized uh, that I uh, Dan Harmon is like a reverend of sorts, and is uh, like pe- people listen to myself included like really listen to like what he says like it's like it's scripture a little bit and really look up to him and my dad is literally is literally a reverend and I, and whenever like me and my dad had problems growing up it was always because my dad was was really busy uh, tending to his flock and was like ah you guys are fine to his to his family so I realized I was dating my dad uh, <laughs> this trip um, but my dad's great in bed and it's it's been fine. No, he's not that great. Um, he's okay. Uh, no, it's it's been a it's been a really like wonderful eye opening trip, and there have been uh, ups and downs, but they've been one hundred percent educational and wonderful, and I feel like I've learned more about myself. And we're having a baby someday. Um, <laughs> uh, so I wanted to, uh, for this show, I'm curious, is there anyone in the audience, male or female, who has recently, or maybe not recently, is single and has, has gone through kind of a traumatic breakup? Um, and it's going to be super fun to, to come up here and talk about it in front of a bunch of people. Uh, or, is, or is anybody chronically alone? Does anyone have, oh, don't point to anyone. <laughs> Is that, oh God, you're pointing to the girl who's next to you. If that was your date, I would kill myself for her. Um, is there, is there, I, I'm sure there's somebody here. Your China don't care. Are you in a relationship? No. Yeah, I, I, come up here. All right, come on. Let's, what's your name? Brian. Let's welcome Brian. Hey, Brian. Hello. Um, I apologize for picking you out of, in the crowd as someone who was alone. Call him as you see him. All right, here, let me give you the mic. Thank you. Thank you. Cool shirt. Why, thank you. Uh, for the listeners, Brian's very, very handsome. He kind of looks like uh, a sidekick of Robin Hood a little bit. Right. Uh, and he has a, a brightly colored pink shirt. So it's yep. China Don't Care. A reference I don't get. Sure. All right. China Don't Care. Right. What's was there to get? Right. No, no, you're right. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. This has been, this feels terrible. Um, certainly. Uh, Brian, you are, uh, when was the last time you were in a relationship? Years. Officially, yeah. like exclusive. Um, hanging out with somebody repeatedly. Oh, a few weeks. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Are you hanging out with somebody right now? Oh, are they here? They're not. Oh, no, no, no. no okay. No. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Um, it's hard. It's hard to say. You'll have to be more specific. Okay. Okay. Uh, how How old are you? I am twenty six. Okay. Knew it. Um, cool. Cool. Twenty six. Um, okay. Uh, when When was the last time your last relationship? Tell me about your last relationship where you called somebody your girlfriend or boyfriend. So this was back in college. Okay. Um. At the time, I was working at Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Um, I know where this is going. I was in love with my roommate's girlfriend. Oh, man. Okay. And, and that wasn't working out too well for me. Um, was it like Love Actually? You tell me. I don't know. Love Actually is my China don't care, I guess. Okay. <laughs> 
so you're so so how did how did that happen? Were you were you guys all friends or like break that down for me? What that means? Yeah, we were all friends. Uh, technically, she was his ex-girlfriend, but they were hanging out all the time, and it was sort of the three of us. But oh, they were right. heating up, and then some nights me and her were heating up, and <gasps> it's a bit difficult. Anyways, that took a dark turn. Yeah. Um, I was in a pretty low place, and I was working at Blockbuster, and there were <laughs> redundant. And there, I had a coworker there who <laughs> I really liked, and she became sort of the highlight of my week. It was my right. escape, working with her uh, to get away from all this darkness at home. Mm -hmm. um, the problem there was she was engaged. Interesting. Okay. Um, so there's a pattern. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so he was a total douchebag, uh, always treated her wrong on... But I was always very kind to her, and whenever she would complain to me about him, mm -hmm. uh, instead of taking her aside and say, yeah, he's a jerk, you should break up with him, I would try and put things uh, from his perspective, like, oh, he's only acting jealous because he right. appreciates how special you his are. His dick's not as big as my dick. Uh, you don't understand. He doesn't make you come as hard as I can make you come. Uh, Essentially. Right. No, um, I understand. I'm sorry. I'm making a joke, but I, I understand what you're saying. Um, okay, so you're that guy. So, in <laughs> instead of piling on to when she's upset about how her fiance is making her feel, mm -hmm. I'd instead try and cheer her up, show her the brighter side, and I guess she started associating me with feeling better when she's down. Gotcha. Uh, so once they start fighting um, and decide to go on a break, I'm the first one she calls, uh, and we mm -hmm. start dating. Okay. Well, um... Firstly, thank you for coming up here. Anytime. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. yeah. San Francisco. Home of the claps. Um, <laughs> and the clap. Uh, you, so so uh, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit because right. I think that this could help other people. But if you were to say, if you were to think about your behavior with your friends, girlfriends, honestly, like, what do you think would be, like, do you do you do you think that was cool, or uh, like what do you, it, the way that you're the, the way that you're talking about this is your um... it, it was difficult and <laughs> I definitely felt shame about it. Um, uh -huh. I never let things get past a certain point. Um, but why do you think you find yourself in the in the other other gentleman position? I filled the nice guy role pretty well. I think that's my curse. Okay. But maybe you're also a little a little hesitant to jump in there. Maybe a little like. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I haven't had a exclusive relationship in years. Have you? Are you attracted to women who are single ever? <laughs> and that, that's not a bit. I mean, I think like you know sometimes we we go through times in our lives when we're really attracted to people that are involved because it's hard for whatever reason we have a lower. Our, our perception of ourselves is kind of low, and so it's easier for us to see, to put ourselves in a negative light when we're so somebody. It's not so much that these are the girls I'm attracted to. These are the girls that are most forwardly attracted to me. Um, I believe I act differently in front of them. I'm a bit confident because I don't feel like I have to impress them or there right. is any end goal. Yeah. You, you guys can be buddies, and you guys can laugh exactly. and throw snowballs at each other and fall down and like, oh, no, we kissed. <laughs> Not not appropriate. Well, and, and you get to be the you get to be the hero because the girls are like, ugh, my boyfriend. I mean, I think I think that uh, those those girls are at fault as well. I know I've I don't I don't as know as well. Uh, yeah. Um, I suppose I should own that. Uh, <laughs> Yes, as well. I think I think that uh, I think that you make a decision. Uh, there's always, you know, you know, we really romanticize extracurricular romantic things um, in a like, oh, we just we fell in love, or I, you know, my my friend, my friend's married, but like me and this woman, like we, her his wife, like we have this magical connection. We garden together. We both garden. We both grow roses. It's amazing. Uh, I think I think there's a. We all have a like decision that maybe it's like a split second where you can like define your relationship as romantic or as a as a friendship. Like you can let things 
go in 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 one uh one category or the other and i think that if you're putting yourself in the position of being cuz there there are all, there are those guys i think i i dated one of those guys i had a I had a very serious relationship i don't know i it's it's not fair to tell you that you're doing anything wrong i say this as a friend i've done a million i've done a million shitty things and we're best friends so uh <laughs> I think I think like that and that girl like she, those girls are kind of using you a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, doesn't that bum you out a little bit? A bit. Uh, I avoid those situations. Um, I've only been with one girl sort of involved since then. Okay, you've only been with one girl involved since then. Is that what yeah? You're <laughs> okay, lowest common denominator, Brian. <laughs> right? I don't think every oh. Um, you, go on. No, that was just a case where she had just broken up with the guy. Okay. Um, and we dated. Date went great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made plans to hang out the next day. Um, and then she called it off at the last minute saying, I'm not ready for anything. Right. That sucks. And then a week later, I got a text at 1 a.m. asking if I was still awake. Yeah. Uh, um, what did a pussy taste like? I don't do that. <laughs> Whoa, all right. Uh, new podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> kidding, <Do> you- ladies. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Look at his shirt. He does that all the time. He's doing it right now. Um, <laughs> um, okay, did you, did you go over? Did you uh, answer her uh, text? Yeah, she came over and she told me about how she got in some fight with her ex, who she was still living with, on, and it did- <laughs> suddenly I'm Montel. <laughs> really exciting. It didn't dawn mm-hmm. on me until months later. Come uh, out, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Sarah. We got no Sarah. We got no Sarah. See the clip. Um, okay, so- sorry. It didn't dawn on you until months later. So yeah, uh, it didn't on me. Uh, she had told me how she had this fight, and then all this time later, I realized, oh, she just wanted to be out of the place. She wanted her ex to ask her, oh, where were you last night? Uh, guys. She, she wanted to come home at 9 a.m. with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Gosh, I mean, it's it is amazing that like when we when we're in a place where we feel so low about ourselves, we really don't consider other people as human beings. I mean, that like treating you as a uh, chess piece, pretty much. Yeah, but but sometimes you like being the chess piece. I I wasn't too uh, proud once I realized what had happened. Gotcha. Sorry. Thank you for being so open. Anytime. <laughs> I say this as like a, a, a totally crazy, shitty person. It's, it's totally fine. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not trying to be condescending. Um, but uh, hear that, everybody. If you're the 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 other woman or other man, um, Brian, stay up here. Are there any uh, ladies in the audience <laughs> who are involved in a relationship and want to date Brian? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe you're unhappy and you need a transition. You need a <laughs> what's what's the name of the guy who who leads you in the in the boat across the the sea of the dead into hell? Um, sorry, Sharon. Sharon. Oh, okay, great, smart smart crowd. Um, are, unrelated to Brian, are there? May I talk to a single lady in the audience? Sure. All right, come on, come on up. Woo! What is your name? Lauren, Aaron, nice to meet you. This is Brian. Okay, here, go ahead and take a seat here. You can, you can have that. I'm going to take the Jeff Davis mic. It's cold up here. All right. Kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs> um, Sharon. Uh, no, Sharon. I'm, not, I'm not the guy who guides Sharon. the people through the underworld. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, what was your name? Lauren. Lauren, I'm sorry about that. Um, very, very distracted by uh, totally my, my chicken wing fat body. Um, <laughs> Lauren, <laughs> Lauren uh, you, so you're single? Uh, mostly, yeah. <laughs> Just my type. All right. <laughs> 
Uh, ex- explain what are your, what are your stats? If you're if you were a tree, how often are you watered? How much sunshine do you need? Uh, well, I've been I've been single like legit single for a really long time. Uh, in high school, I basically just actively avoided any sort of commitment and mm-hmm. relationship. Uh, May I ask how old you are? I'm 27. 27. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and uh, and there have been a lot of weird things. Virgins, I attract a lot of virgins. Interesting. And then they, <laughs> oh God, no! I'll like so break like, them in half. Ha- <laughs> um, I think you're doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> Uh, how do you, how do you mean when you say that you attract virgins? Is, does it always happen the same way? How's it revealed? Well, honestly, uh, one of oh god, I don't. know. You're walking I around a junior this. high school. You meet a guy. <laughs> That's where I go. That's how do you know. Uh, She's a lot of fun, guys. I'm I'm from a really small town, and so a lot of these guys are just like guys I've known forever, mm-hmm. and they're super awkward. And like I love them, and they're great, and like I love being friends with guys. Like I feel like that's part of your problem <laughs> is it's really nice to be friends with guys, you know? Certainly, but I think the problem is when when we because uh, I've been there before. Like I I have a lot of male friends. I know that there was a time when I had a lot of male friends because I was. I'm not presuming that this is what you do, but I know that there was a time when I had a lot of male friends because I was insecure and I wasn't able to have a boyfriend, but I was able to have 20 guy friends who occasionally would be like, yeah, you have big boobs. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right. (laughs) They'd fuck me if they had to. I feel better about myself. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I'm just one of those girls with a bunch of guy friends. It's weird. Just don't get along with women because I'm afraid of them. (laughs) But anyway... So you had a lot of guy uh, friends. Anyway, the the one virgin that sort of like <laughs> fucked me up and like, am I allowed to say that? I assume no, so. you cannot. No say that. cursing. All right. No, you can say. Uh, it. You could do it. I mean, it's, <laughs> let's do it right now. <laughs> Dan's Dan's in the green room right now and just comes out and you guys are fucking and I'm like, mm, yeah. yeah. Follow that. And I'm so glad you opened for my show. <laughs> Someone was raped right before the show. Um, so anyway, anyway, Virgin broke my heart. He uh, is a, an old friend. Uh, actually, the best friend of my like ex boyfriend from high school, and it's just all very complicated. Ooh. And and we spent about like eight months to like four years on and off. You know, <laughs> like having an, an intense relationship, and me always being like, so let's you know. How's it going now that we're hanging out, smoking pot late at night? And he'd be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he'd be like, stop narrating what we're doing all the time, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I was like, so, what's up? Like, what, what's going to happen? And he yeah. was like, ah, you broke me. That's it. No, that's, that, that's the Dude. end of the story. We did not fuck. He eventually told me did that he... he was a virgin. Oh, okay. But I did, did not you... know it at the time. I see. But did he have a crush on you for a long time and then you weren't responsive? And that's why he said, you broke me? What do you, how do you mean? No, I we, I mean, we both were into each other for a while. Mm-hmm. And he, like, I'm just really, like, open and out there. And, like, he did not know how to express that gotcha. in a way. And now, but see, the problem is now, now that he told me, now I come, because I, he still lives in my hometown and I go home to visit and now I feel like every time we hang out, he's like, "So we're gonna fuck? Like now, you gonna you gonna do it for me?" And I'm like, he started no. doing it, and I was an expert. I don't know. I don't honestly. I don't know if he's still a virgin. That was like two or three years ago, hmm. and I try not to talk okay. about it. So at the at the same time, Brian and Lauren into the mics, uh, explaining great detail your relationships with your parents. Go. <laughs> My parents are great. Great. I'm just going, okay, good, great, good. Um, Done and done. You know, you try things. Sometimes they don't work. Um, Interesting. Are you guys both both fans of Harmontown? Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. What do you... (laughs) The home of claps. Yeah. Everybody. (laughs) San Francisco. Um, So... uh, it sounds like you guys, you guys somehow have both been uh, tangled up in, in in people that maybe don't practice the most uh, honesty. I'm retarded. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's a good um, way of putting it. Or like, what what attracts you to uh, Harmontown? <laughs> I don't know why that got a laugh. I fucked up somehow. Um, 
I'm a big fan of Community. Mm-hmm. And a bit of a TV nerd, so I love hearing all the sort of inside baseball that he provides. Right, right, right. But uh, but Harmontown's not not just Community. It's it's mostly just Dan uh, talking and stuff. His self-analysis is always really interesting, uh, explaining mm-hmm. his feelings about race and that sort of stuff. <laughs> it's very honest. Gotcha. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I was trying to like lead to a point. I'm a terrible interviewer. What would you like me to say? Uh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we're like a boyfriend-girlfriend now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Dan, uh, first of all, say that you're happy that I'm on the tour. Uh, JK, guys. Uh, uh, I, I what I what I was leading to is that I think like we we've we've gone across the country we've gone to all these cities and we've we've met so many different people and we assumed before going on the tour that the Armenians that we met from town to town were going to be totally different like the Austin Armenians would all have cowboy hats <laughs> and love music and the uh, you know Nashville Armenians would all have cowboy hats and love music. Um, but we we really discovered that there's a there's a there's a magical thing that happens where that that's like everyone who is really into this podcast and I don't think this is tooting my own horn because I'm not Harmontown. It they're all awesome and really cool and really attracted to just brutal honesty and exploring yourselves and exploring your faults. So what I was hoping you <laughs> what I was leaning what I in my in my dream uh uh, in my dream mind that's full of vodka, I was thinking you were like, oh, I just I really dig the honesty. And then Lauren would say, hey, I really, I like the honesty too. And then you would look at each other and... And, and then there'd be a connection. Yeah. <laughs> and then there would, a baby would fall from the sky. And then I'd take it. And I'd say, I made this baby somehow. And then I would leave. And then I would go to North Beach because I love the bars there. And uh, I, would, I would find the baby later. And I, would, I would name it. I would name it Ezra, and I would make it little boats. Um, has anyone? I, I would just like can't, imagine a baby in a tiny little boat floating across the river. Really cute. A cute idea. Don't boo that. That's the cutest thing you've ever heard. Maybe little ducklings in the boat with the baby. Um, yeah, cute. Can, can I get some applause for a little baby in a boat? <laughs> um, so, so moving forward, Lauren, like, what are you, what are you looking for? Uh, okay, so w- when I said that I'm, like, kind of single, I now am, like, in this weird... Like, Marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I... I fucked a guy from my hometown again, that I, a guy that I've known... What is your town called? Uh, I'm from Humboldt County. Uh, yeah, big ups. Uh, I'm from Arcata, and, uh, Arcata's fucking awesome. Deal with it. It's a great town. It's a great place to grow up. And everybody from there is pretty much, like, really awesome. Nice. And so that's, that's why nice. I end who's, up who's proud of fucking a lot of them. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> but so this guy is good. He, like, got out of town. He is, like, off uh, studying. He's studying for the bar. And so he was home over Thanksgiving. <laughs> and he was, like, the one guy out of this group of, like, friends that I have that I had not at least made out with. Um <laughs> I'm kind oh, of a slut. Yeah, it's okay. I'm Let's not it. use these shame words, Lauren. It's not a shame word. I have no shame about it. Well, I am having know. sex. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. use your own language. I guess it's weird. I think I'm more offended by the word slut than I am cunt. But like, I, I think it's, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Use your own, use you your own language. You can call me either one. I don't mind. Uh, anyway. <laughs> The, the reason that we had not that we had not like hooked up before was because he's one of those guys that just always has a girlfriend, you know, a mon- monogamizer and uh, <laughs> a serial monogamizer. I tried to build a robot once called the monogamizer. <laughs> <laughs> Did not work. He just got really fat and died. <laughs> so, we watched a lot of reality TV though. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, no. He's he's really hot. He does not look like a robot. Um. Anyway, so we hooked up. We had this like amazing thing, and I was sort of like, oh well, I would like to do that again when we're both around. Um. And then he like started emailing me, and we like st- I don't know started this like really like intense like deepening of our friendship, but also like 
sexy times like <laughs> anyway so like <laughs> were there how, do you remember like the language that started that made that sexy what i the that don't question don't question i i mean yeah sometimes we talk sexy to each other i'm not sure what Sorry, I realize I sound like a mom that doesn't know what sex is. And I'm like, um, what were the words? So when you were sexed a texting, uh, what did you say? Did he say he wanted to hold your petticoat? Um, okay, gotcha. But so the caveat here is that we've both sort of gone into this with open eyes being like, well, you know, he lives in Portland and I live here. And like, you know, we visit, we're going to visit and we know each other from way back. But like, you know, we're not planning on moving anytime soon. Right. So, do you do you live in San Francisco? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, so what's the deal with you not dating guys in San Francisco? Oh, I mean, I do date guys. No offense, San Francisco. <laughs> I do date guys in San Francisco. I'm on OK Cupid, like everybody. Are else. you sick of the applause? Uh, <laughs> no, more claps. <laughs> they love it. They love it here. <laughs> uh, I, you know. I just well, have had I've had some luck. I I I am uh, queer. I also date women, and I had my heart sort of trampled on by a girl over the summer. I'm They'll sorry. do that, right? <laughs> no, it was right? it was honestly sort of comparable to one of your situations. I have to say, man, I'm starting to see it, Brian. You have those eyes that are just like I get you. Babe. Yeah, <laughs> there's a twinkle. He doesn't see you like I see you. I think I literally, like, looking into your eyes, I see a prettier reflection of myself than actually... (laughs) Amazing. He's just falling in love with me now. (laughs) May may I... I mean, you guys are are here alone. No pressure. Um, Would you guys mind sitting next to each other for the Harmontown show? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> oh, no. There, was, there was a pause there. I don't know. Absolutely not. I would love to see the show with her. Excellent. Is there a? Can you? Can we uh, sit over? Can you guys sit over there? I don't know what the logistics are. Did not plan this. Um, or is there a friend that does it? Do you have another single friend who wants to sit over there with her friends? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Punchline. Home of the help. <laughs> Being awesome. Thank you. You guys mind? Wouldn't mind sitting there. I'll, uh, and, and maybe maybe uh, Jeff and Dan will check in with you later. But let's hear All it right. for Lauren and Brian, the amazing brain. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Well, um, at this time, I would like to uh, bring to the stage my, my guest for the evening. You know him as Dan Harmon. <laughs> Anywhere? Oh, no, he was watching the whole time. Okay, you're going to have to... The easiest thing is to come around this way. This feels terrible. Here it comes. Dan Harmon! I know, you can take whichever mic you'd like. Welcome to my mic garden. Hello. Good, yeah. Oh, that's uh, would that it were that easy in in uh, off stage. <laughs> one little kiss for a giant awe. Oh boy, how you doing? I'm 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 not used to uh, having an opener, so I, I'm uh, <laughs> I didn't realize uh, how drunk you get when uh, <laughs> there's nothing to do but drink and watch the show, which is awesome. I just but I just I, I had to make a conscious effort, which I don't usually do. I was like pushing it away from me like a <laughs> like a bowl of nuts. <laughs> Pushing. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to. And then wanna, she says, "Drink me." Drink. I don't want another Nashville. I think these people, these people deserve better. I want to. I want to. I want to be sharp and uh, maybe not sharp. I don't want to be sharp. <laughs> but I want to. You want to be dulled but able to injure. I want to be professional. You know. Very good. Maybe I didn't realize you were watching. I feel a little embarrassed that you were watching. It was great. It's awesome. Oh, I'm very, very, very proud. <laughs> proud seems. Condescending. I don't know. I don't own right. you. I just said I, I think of you as I, my dad, so it's I fine get, for you to say that you feel proud. I get nervous. Are you going to come you, to my baseball game? The tour tour manager said, "Do you get? Are you, are you nervous for her?" <laughs> uh, and I said, "Yeah, I am." Like that's the honest answer for the, to the question. He said he gets nervous. He has a girlfriend who performs, I guess, or so he's a, same thing. He was he was curious. Uh, he, and I I wouldn't have thought about it until now. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm nervous for her." I don't know. 
like 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 if you were just up here and then you were like 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 there was a uh, you know, you're just okay. farting and everyone was like oh, our farts stink and and you're like want more farts and everyone's like no we don't want more farts and you're like here's another fart and, and everyone's like what's going on and the people are getting up and leaving and I'd be in the back and I'd, I'd be like she <laughs> look how pretty she is uh, that would I love the idea of me getting nervous accidentally farting and be like do you guys want more <laughs> and then being like yeah, okay I guess and um, yeah. Uh, blowjobs. <laughs> this feels terrible. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Thanks for watching, man. Hey, thanks for having me watch you. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of weird for you to be a guest on a show right before your own show. It is so weird I, I because then I'm going to get off stage, <laughs> and then and then Jeff's going to come up, and people are going to applaud, and then he'll play the podcast song, and then I'll come up like I'm Ozzy Osbourne. Woo! <laughs> Like, oh, what's it? Were, were, were you just the weird fat guy that couldn't make eye contact with the audience uh, in the relationship show? If you, but I, I think, I'm sure Dan will talk about this during his own show, but Dan and I cannot stop talking about how fat we've gotten over this tour. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's always charismatic, isn't it? Like, yeah, it people is, talk it about is. how fat they are. No, one, no one's ever. Because you're either thinner than them, and you're like, shut the fuck up, you dumb fat ass, and eat less, or you're fatter than them, and you're like, fuck you. Like, there is no winning. Like, there's no. You could be equally. You know, if you're exact same size as me, you still don't want to hear me talk about how fat I am. It's like, what is it? It's the equivalent of listening to someone describe their dreams. Yeah, who gives a shit? I mean, get it. Oh, it was a shark, but it was my grandma's living room, but then it wasn't. So like, like, yeah, dipshit, your neurons are firing. Your fucking pile of pudding. Go fuck yourself. Like, I got bigger fish to fry, namely my own. Uh, yeah, you're fat. You're not fat. Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's like Las Vegas stories, like slot machine stories. When people go to Las Vegas or like a <laughs> casino, they go, like, you, you run into them an hour later in the lobby, and they're like, oh, dude, I was playing the Adams Family, and I, I had like a triple lurch, and there's a shit <laughs> pouring out, so fucking jackpot of rama, and I spit it, and it was up and down and up and yeah, no shit, dickhead. It's Vegas. You won. You lost. You're a human being. In fucking no one wants to hear about it. It's like, like it's like watching paint dry. You're a human being. Oh man, so it's it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned dreams. We've we've never had this discussion before. But uh, you, I, I mean, I'm I'm very bad at explaining my dreams. As is everyone. No, you're great boring. at it. That's the problem. <laughs> you are fantastic. You are the fucking uh, uh, Richard Scary of describing dreams. <laughs> You are uh, you are the masterpiece dream theater. You, you love to dream. You masterpiece love to dream theater. Is that you mean the band Dream Theater, but as a masterpiece? No, there's a thing called Masterpiece Theater. I'm I'm 40. You're 28. Well, there's back God before PBS you know, became I, the ten I, sharpest I, fangy dream theater. Insects. Dream Theater is a deep cut, man. Dream Theater is a band from the uh, 70s, 80s, and uh, Masterpiece Theater is. I'm aware of ma- what Masterpiece Theater is. Let's break up. Um, Let's break, break up. up! I gotta get my stuff out of your house. <laughs> Breaking up's got to be a lot easier now. Uh, uh, with, with, with After the tour, uh, no, with the cloud. Like I just realized when, when, uh, I, when I was in my twenties, the big thing about breaking up was CDs, uh, like like DVDs. I just re- I was just thinking in my head like like being a today's twenty five year old, you're like breaking up. You're like I'm changing my password. That's all you know. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of that's kind of exciting. Let's move in. Fuck it. <laughs> it's actually more <laughs> undoable subject, than I remember. I, I mean, Dan has a very big house. I have hidden so many things over your house. <laughs> Our breakup will be five years long <laughs> if it happens. I will come over all the time and be like, uh, I have to get those buttons that I put in your basement. <laughs> I just need a little more Nazi gold <laughs> from your from your office ceiling panel. Dan, this is the last night of the tour. I know it's really sad. It's getting yeah, very I feel sad. breakfast clubby back in that green room oh yeah yeah like because they're making a documentary about the show about 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 the tour mm-hmm. and so we're this is the breakfast club like step in the story circle like wh- wh- whether it's a story or not whatever the fuck who cares but fucking <laughs> goddamn story circle um but this is the this is the moment where you know like you know uh yes having changed <laughs> i almost said fuck you buddy i don't know what <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happened to me. That's, I have changed. <laughs> I've become Jafar. Who's speaking uh. at Harmontown? 
this is the point where I couldn't think of the I, 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 I'm 40 I forgot the name of the blonde kid that was on Community that was also in Breakfast Club I can't remember the fucking Anthony Michael Anthony Hall, Michael Hall. Oh, so sad if you're 35 like you got five years left just fucking like <laughs> I don't want to go skydiving or something. Go skydiving. Well, you can still remember to pull a cord. Like, like, like. I'm telling you, just. I'm not saying if you're 40, don't get sad and kill yourself. I'm not saying, but just coast. I, hit, I, I, put it in neutral. Back in the green room is the moment where Anthony Michael Hall says to Molly Ringwald, "Are we gonna be? Are, are we gonna be friends after this? You know, it's like, 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 and like, she like, says, like Do, if you mess with the bully young man, you're gonna get the horns." That's not true. Uh, that's you've got that mixed up. Uh, she doesn't know the difference between Breakfast Club and Gremlins Two. She's like, "That's a quote from an, Breakfast Club." It's an earlier moment in Breakfast Club. Yes, I'm just saying we're sitting back. Let's in the break green up. Room. We're asking ourselves, how have we changed? What's happened? What's are we sad that the tour is over? Are mm-hmm. we not? What are we going to do tomorrow morning in the hallway at our lockers? What's going to happen? What, what's what's happening back there? Uh, dude, everyone's just fucking. <laughs> Steve Agee and Jeff Davis Spencer are each other's balls. Spencer's got Steve Agee. Yeah. <laughs> you awkward. see a big dick in your face. <laughs> You Slowly, cry. your pants come around your ankles. You remember the last few weeks and come so hard. What you thought were twenty-sided dice are really just jagged testicles, filled with the same amount of fate and potential. They make their role. You accept your destiny. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel I feel very sad. I mean, my my uh, my podcast is about uh, relationships. It really? <laughs> I should check um, it out. How do you speaking speaking of uh, having changed? Um, what do you wh- uh, how how are we doing? What do you what do you think? How do you think this will? Uh, <laughs> not how are we doing, but um, how do you think that that this tour has uh, affected our relationship? Well, we're on a bus and we're we're in these bunks, so I never knew how much I could masturbate uh, without you knowing. Um, that may affect things. Uh, necessity's the mother of invention. Like, where are you just saying that? Like, when we get home, you're just gonna lie on the floor yeah, and just, masturbate? <laughs> I, I'm now convinced that a Velcro curtain like makes everything silent. <laughs> you you don't have to you don't have to shame. Masturbate? No, no, I don't. I, want to. That's I, I was fault. having my own party in my own uh, bunk. I, like, I'm no... going, uh, yeah, I know. I know you're having a party over there. I can see the glow of a of a <laughs> of a phone screen. I know you're probably not watching SpongeBob or I don't know what's going on over there, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> because the truth is, two people can't do it in a tour bus. So I that was would skyping be, with Spencer. That would be obnoxious of us. If they like, ever go to an Italian restaurant, you see a couple over in the corner, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, they're so in love," and they're making out. It's like it's grody. Like, like it's yeah, it's yeah, rude yeah. to the people around them. It's like great that you're in love. Like they're living out their romantic comedy. But but like, come on, you're in society. Sure. We're, but, we're, you, but, you're, but we're huge hypocrites saying that because you and I can be very fixated. We can you be can... so fixated. <laughs> You, you and I can be pretty uh, physically affectionate, and have like no, just for like, a second. That's not true. We don't like make out in front of people at all. Um, no, we don't make out, but we certainly are. We're physically affectionate to the point where, like, sometimes I feel a little uh, self-conscious about it. Well, and we were yelled at about it at the Pete and Pete reunion show. No, that was that was some weird Mormon chick behind us. Like, 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 so. Well, I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, I, I, I appreciate. You literally put your head on my shoulder, and she said, "Get a room," because she was mad about like, 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 like combustible uh, engines yeah. or something. I, I haven't I, told I, you like, this I before. I haven't told you this before, but I was holding up a picture of us fucking, and I was mouthing to her later. Yeah. Oh, well, fine. Now that all makes sense, but I don't know what. You, like, like, don't. Well, I mean, I, no, no, no. Say, I, I, I don't want to like, change our. our I, I appreciate her. Our amount of physical on the bus Mm -hmm. there's eight nine other people it Mm -hmm. would be rude to squeeze into a coffin sized bunk two feet above my dungeon master (laughs) and try to like orgasm each other (laughs) instead of having the public decency to pull your curtain shut and go and get her done as Tim Allen would say Regret on this coming very on the stage, uh, I hear my boss masturbating above me. <laughs> you hear the familiar jangle of Dan's belt buckle. You I close hear. your eyes and wait for it to end. 
Sounds I, like he's on 4chan. It will Aaron's, be over soon. Aaron's, mic, Aaron's headphones are too loud. I hear the familiar giggle of Colin Firth. <laughs> <laughs> Saying yeah. to someone that she's a real person. <laughs> I'm watching horrible. I'm watching a buffalo fuck a pig, and you're, 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 you're watching Bridget Jones too. Yeah. <laughs> you're watching Shakespeare in Love. I literally, I literally masturbated to masterpiece theater. Can we talk about <laughs> persuasion? Persuasion. That makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they just there's so much restraint. <laughs> I get it, I get it. Hey, uh, well, most of the guys in the room were, uh, well, my age, were you know, raised in an age before the internet, so we, we, we know about restraint. There's, there's a lot of Sears catalogs out there that, uh, that, that, that did what they had to do. You know, you, you, like, 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 go, go to any maximum security prison and you'll find out. Like, men, yeah, men will, men will make do with what they've got. Like, like we, we, what the definition of, of, of pornography is, is for a man is like what, what, what this glass would be. If there was a glass and a corn cob and like a, <laughs> like a razor blade, like you would find out that one was sexier than another to me if that was like, if it was just like a... Like a like a just a white chamber. Those are the if only you, objects. Oh, Dan Herman, like corn cob in the glass. Oh, <laughs> ra- ra- razor blade. Like I'm, I'm turned on by the cutting of a of a of a kernel. That leads me to my next game, which is the sexier object. Uh, okay, we'll start with colors. Uh, if you had to masturbate, the the rules of this are: I'm going to list two different things. Black people. Can I just cut you off there? I'm going to list two different things. Black people. <laughs> Always I'm just gonna let that sit. I'm going to um, uh, list two different inanimate objects or concepts, and you uh, have to tell me if you. The, the idea being that if you were alone in a white room wearing a white. Is this for real? Outfit, yes, this is real. Are you making real. this up? I just described uh, I am making it up, and it's also real. I wasn't setting that up though with the glass. I don't and the... care. I'm. No, I, this is not a written show. This is. This says hello on it. Okay. Um, well, all right. All right. Uh, just. Uh, can I? I have a few more minutes. I'm. Uh, the, the, I'm going to be list two objects. The, the idea being that you have to masturbate to one of those. <laughs> the thing that you would come to the quickest. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Blue or red? <laughs> uh, r- red. Okay. The Empire State Building or the cottage that Shakespeare was born in. <laughs> Uh, cottage, cottage. You're in. You can also explain it if you. Oh, like. oh. Uh, red. Uh, I just remember when I used to have to jerk off to aerobics videos. Uh, I remember Cynthia Carolock. Cynthia Carolock, the uh, 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 Canadian uh, uh, fitness guru who would do aerobics videos, and she would wear like uh, nude tights. And she, I remember one time that she had. That I, I would just watch her, and like I was, I was 11 years old, and I was mesmerized by her uh, uh, outfits. And then I noticed one time she had a. She had a one piece on, like an aerobics outfit, and it was red on one side and blue on the other. And I noticed that I got more aroused when she turned. Uh, oh, uh, interesting. Okay, so interesting. cottage, and cottage, state building, or the cottage. Cottage, more squat and brown, more like a pussy. Well, okay. Looks, 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 looks a, cozy. Uh, a human, a picture of your own ear or a picture of your own nostril. Ear, ear. Okay. Just more curves and things. Remember in Harold and Maude, the sculpture? Like. Okay. Um, in an inanimate permit puppet <laughs> or an inanimate animal puppet. Wait. Of the is, Muppets. Oh, of the Muppets. Yeah, Kermit. animal, animal, the Kermit. famous drummer. Kermit? Okay. Kermit. Just smooth felt. <laughs> animal too much. I don't, I don't have any evidence that, that the animal puppet, once you get past the tendrils, that there's anything in there worth rubbing on. All right. I look at Kermit and I know what I'm getting. I know what that feels like. <laughs> so. uh, a broadsword, <laughs> which uh, who, uh, whose handle is covered in emeralds and rubies, <laughs> or the identical broadsword, not bejeweled. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess the bejeweled one, uh, I would feel like I was defiling to... something more. <laughs> like I would imagine that it belonged to a rich woman. Okay. 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 
uh, and that and, would give me that would give me a Harrison Ford hard on, you know. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. All right, the top of Andy Kaufman's head, <laughs> or the top of um, the other guy on Taxu's head. The uh, the the sorry, no, not Danny DeVito. Um, the no, the guy with the mole. Oh, Judd Hirsch. Judd Hirsch. Well, Judd Hirsch, because he had he had more soft, like kind of. Andy Kaufman was kind of going bald and sweating. No, no, and... no, wait. What's the name of Kanicki? Kanicki's name. Oh, John, Jonathan Davidson? Or... That's not who I'm talking about. Okay. Jeff Conway. Jeff Conway. Okay, sorry. No, for a second I thought we were... I'm, we're I'm sorry, counting... I guess I wrote this all out beforehand and I, um, I didn't uh, he, do my he, research. He, he died, and we're, so we're not talking about him right now. Okay, uh, Jeff Conway's funeral... Or where would I come first? Or Whitney Houston's funeral? You, where would you come first? Just think about the surroundings, everything. Whitney Houston's funeral or Jeff Conway's funeral? Okay, wait. What am I allowed to do? Like, 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 in order to come? Like, am I allowed to masturbate? Uh, yeah, you're allowed to masturbate. You're, you're just in that place. You can do the same things. Right. I would. Come you're just not allowed to bring in any outside inspiration. You have to really take really? in your surroundings. Wait, yeah. I, I need. To, I would. I, I was gonna say I would come quicker at the Whitney Houston's funeral. Because I would be thinking about how uh, uh, Sony got busted raising the prices on her greatest hits album, uh, uh, and 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 then denied it and never came clean about it ever, and and how America just kept going after that, and I, that would make me come, like just because I'd feel like like in the know about something, and uh, like if I was just at the other guy's funeral, I'd be like, this is sad. People die. But but at the but 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 at Whitney Houston's funeral, I'd be like, "Fucking corporations are fallible. Like we can still bust them." And then I. Interesting. All right, speed round. Speed, speed round. A scarf or a mitten? Mitten. A menu or a cup? Cup. Uh, a red light bulb or a green light bulb? Red light bulb. Uh, Cynthia Carolick. <laughs> Spring or summer? Springer. Oh, I, I th sorry. Spring or summer? Spring. Floss or a toothbrush? T toothbrush. Me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's dumb. Or 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 eternal hell. <laughs> you baby, you always you. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Thanks, Dan Harmon, everybody. Dan Harmon. All right. This feels uh, adorable. Oh, yeah. You felt adorable. It's <laughs> easy. I love it. So much reward. If we could just never leave the stage, we'd, we'd go forever. Though we're apart these days, we're sharing more. So at Geico, we'd like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your savage dance moves. Thanks for sharing your DIY haircut fails. Thanks for sharing your inner lip sync star. Now, it's our turn to share with the GEICO Giveback, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. Because we're committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit GEICO.com giveback for more info and eligibility.